0: So here we have the, uh, Mount Bailey Cream Porter. It's from Too Shy Brewing over in Roseburg, Oregon. Now, they describe this as a silky smooth cream porter brewed with milk and sugar, well-balanced, and divine with a chocolatey finish. (laughs) Woo!
1: It's, time it's go to time. Well, I thought we had something. Sniffling, bitch. That's me. <laughs> A couple practice sniffles.
0: Excellent. Little, uh, little beer ASMR. Be- beer, some beer some more? Beer some BDSM? BDSMR. <laughs> Ooh. That's good. I like the red. That is good. That's
1: very malty for a red. Reformation Red. Too Shy Brewing. Roseburg, Oregon. Mm. An Irish style red ale. Very interesting. How's your Irish accent? Not the best. <laughs> yes. How's you doing? <laughs> this Irish-style red ale nods at roasted barley, <laughs> smiles at caramel malt, and winks at hops—a truly refreshing experience.
0: truly refreshing experience. That's oh, horrible. I need to work on that. <laughs> how much? Uh, I how I can is this it. bad boy here. I'm half
1: Irish. I can do that. Uh, What's the Irish currency? Irish currency, I. Who cares? Uh, I can tell you this is. uh... I can tell you one calamari flan. Can buy you a 12 pack of it though. That's Mandalorian currency right there. That's from
0: Mandalore. It's not from Mandalore, but. That sounds delicious. Calamari flan? I feel like the two would not go together, but. It's currency. It looked yeah. edible. Yeah, it's quite. Yeah, I'd stick it in my mouth. You know, I'm. Actually, they had rations
1: in the new Star Wars, didn't they? They didn't really exactly have the currency when uh, for Rey. You remember she had to go and
0: do her day's work and stuff. Oh for yeah, that's in right. It was rations, and it was just rations. Yeah, she got paid with food. No, thank thing.
1: you. It works. It works. You see me over there? Fuck you.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck you.
1: <laughs> Let's get started, Mandalorian season one. According to those reviewing on the Rotten Tomatoes, Season 1 is an action-packed and expertly crafted, if at times a bit too withholding. The Mandalorian is a welcome addition to the Star Wars universe that benefits greatly from the cuteness of its cargo. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> Audience score on that, 92%. Quite high. Yeah. Quite good. Yep. Yeah. Well taken. Budget for that? Do you see a hundred oh. million dollars?
0: I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna guess around there. You guess hundred million for season one, or for just the season? Wow, that's like that's a little bit more than uh, The Witcher there, mm-hmm. more than Game of Thrones.
1: A, a bit more, yeah.
0: Yeah, interesting. Uh, not in the same time
1: frame, but uh, I don't know, know how inflammation... Inflation, inflammation. Yeah. Uh, inflation, inflammation yeah.
0: is stealing your dollars. <laughs> Invest now.
1: Close enough. <laughs> uh, but they they grossed 9 billion 9 billion yeah the see, the season grossed 9 billion that's so insane that is quite quite a lot that's ridiculous let me let me hear it though if anybody yeah we're we're getting right into our nerd jam today diving deep into it slather it on some uh, nerd bread pair it with your nerd butter of choosing eat it shove it in your face you hear that Grizzly Showdown. was getting
0: all excited about that. He's like, oh, some nerd butter? Somebody oh. talked
1: about peanut butter? Oh, who like your peanut butter. You used a peanut butter boy? Who is a good peanut butter
0: boy? <laughs> um, Talking to my dog.
1: So, really.
0: highly rated. What's your hot take on this one?
1: My hot take? You know what? I'm going to go with the whole ordeal about this. The whole ordeal of this was, yeah, it was side missions. Yeah. Every episode, side mission. Every episode, side mission. Next episode, side mission. But this is the way. It is the way. He's a bounty hunter. Like, that was the whole point of it. A bounty hunter is jumping from bounty to bounty. He is a quite well-known bounty hunter now there at the guild, where he just takes up all the pucks and then comes back with all the trackers and says, where's my next, where's my calamari flan? Kind of thing. This is the way. So... (laughs) He he's not living that married alien lifestyle, uh, and is tied down. He's he's all over the place. He's got a lot of space to travel.
0: A lot of space to travel. I kind of like that. It was uh, a lot of side missions, though, because, I mean, the overall premise of the show is fairly simple, mm-hmm. and I think we all just wanted to see some good old Wild West action in the Star Wars universe. Is kind of why I signed up for this, right? Space Eastwood. Do space you, Eastwood. Do you think? That's it. Do you think Clint
1: Eastwood has a child named Space? Because that that's what this was here. Clint Dogen. I don't know. Clint Jin. <laughs> uh yeah, it that that's what I like about Pedro Pascal right now. So yeah. he's going through The Last of Us season right now as well
0: while we're recording this. And that's just post apocalyptic Clint Eastwood. Yeah. So we got Future. And then we got po- well actually no. That one is 2023. So technically that's current. Uh, it's a, a post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic.
1: He's post-apocalyptic Clint Eastwood. Mandalorian, he's Space Eastwood. And then Clint Eastwood is... Old Eastwood. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, love me that old wood. <laughs> well, sir. <laughs> sir. You know what? What's your hot take on this? Um,
0: that's. I had to think about this Get one for a second. Because I don't have... Uh, like any major gripes with this so far. Um, storyline's great, acting's great. Um, I will say though, uh, for being very proficient with firearms and uh, with uh, weapons being part of his religion, he should have a little bit better trigger finger discipline, if you know what I'm saying. You think so? Yeah, the what, dude's finger like, is always in the trigger well, and he's always flagging people. But that this is the way,
1: he's the bounty hunter, <laughs> so he's just like, nope, he that is the lifestyle, finger on the trigger, <laughs> just all the time, non stop. Mm-hmm. Foot on the pedal, (laughs) finger on the
0: trigger, throttle it. Fair enough, I guess. Fair enough. Throttle it. Yeah. That was that was a little bit of a reach for a hot take. That's all. Han shot first.
1: Yeah. Okay. Just remember that Han shot first too. Han shot first. Okay. That's true. Don't don't you try putting down Mando. His people have been through enough. (laughs) Poor guy. I. That's what I kind of like about this. They they held out quite a bit and they just teased enough. Because the Mandalorian, there's a whole... We want to know so much about what went on back with the first Mandalore, with the downfall of it, so much. They they just gave us little little tastings yeah. of
0: this. Little Irish IPA tastings. Little, little bits here and there. Yeah. Absolutely. You know one thing I just realized? Remember how I was telling you when we were talking about Last of Us how the actors didn't want to wear a mask, a gas mask? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, we talked that. I I don't blame Pedro because all he does in Mandalorian is just wear a mask all the time.
1: True! Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. He probably helmed that idea. Yeah, was, it was probably like, nope, uh-uh, not doing that. He helmed the idea for no helmets. Dunno, was it? Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we'd break this down a little bit differently for ourselves. Sure. Let's go by top episodes because we're going to talk about just the overall season for us. Big points, behind the scenes, fun Easter eggs, blah de blah blah yeah, yeah, you good? So we'll go to top episodes. Jump into best moments of it. Just a specific, okay. more specific moment, and then uh, whatever you got behind the scenes. Okay. All right. What do you got? Top one for your your best episode. My top episode. episode? Okay. Yeah, your top one.
0: My top episode. Um. Just let me ramble. <laughs> I will. Uh, my top episode is the finale. Um, I really like the finale in terms of, um, it was fast-paced. It was action-packed. It, it had um, great character. They did a great job completing the character arcs there.
1: It gave us closure.
0: Yeah, okay. we, got, we got closure. Uh, we got to see Mandalorian change his mind about uh, droids a little bit there. We got to see him put on a jetpack and take down an X-Wing, which was pretty freaking cool. Right. Um. We got some insight into Mando's character as well, Mando's history, and get to learn a little bit more about the Mandalorian race or
1: I assume everybody that's listening to us right now, they've already seen The Mandalorian or at least Season 1 part of it. They understand the concept of Mandalorian. I want to talk a little bit more about the specifics of this, too. So I'm glad you brought up good points. Getting the jetpack, that's not just a automatic deal. You sign your name on the on the contract and you get a jetpack. They have to level up for this stuff. My big thing, Baskar.
0: The, oh, Baskar?
1: Baskar. The metal that they... From... Uh, Mandalore. Yeah, yeah, Um, I was, I was a little bit thrown off by that, that I didn't see they automatically had Beskar on, on his armor and stuff, and that even Boba Fett, he, he didn't have the same Beskar. Yeah. Or is it a, the ones that they are wearing when they start out with, is that a lesser you know, Beskar? You that's a great question. A hybrid melting yeah. of, of the metals?
0: Because I know that in terms of purity, you know, you, you can get best car that's more pure, and you can get best car that's less pure. But then I was mm-hmm. also noticing that when Mando got paid in best car, I think it was like episode two or three when he turned in uh, little baby Yoda there. Yeah, that was kind of like chrome silver kind of colored, mm-hmm. and he's the only man. Exactly. Yeah, he's the only Mandalorian that's that has that chrome kind of colored armor. Exactly, because when
1: he. You would see in the first episode he got shot, and it showed the new silver that, or the silver under the painting. I thought it was just painting of it Uh, regularly, but no, it's dented and everything. His armor before is dented. Okay. Where he gets shot afterwards, after he gets the bet, the Beskar. Yeah. And it doesn't dent. No, no marks, anything. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I was quite curious by it, and then the Mudhorn also bent his old armor.
0: Oh, the mudboard. Yeah, he messed that up.
1: He messed him up, and yeah, his his armor was all dangling. It was bent
0: uh, right there on his chest piece. It was falling apart. And I also noticed there was like little circuits going on too inside that armor. So I wonder if that's like to kind of uh, take the heat of the laser blast off him a little bit.
1: Whereas oh. Best Car is just
0: metal. I don't know how that oh. would work.
1: Yeah, but, yeah. It, there's a lot of questions to it, but it, as well, they're probably not trying to feed our nerdum that deeply kind yeah. of thing. They're try- still trying to focus on the story.
0: What was your top episode?
1: My top episode, I'm going to go with The Prisoner. So this was the episode where Mandalorian he teams up with a old colleague, I suppose you could say. Yeah. He he had an old colleague that had a job for him and it, the old colleague put together the team and the job was to go and break out one of the other members and tell Mandalorian Mando that it was a prison and so then they end up double crossing and I loved it because there he came out of it and he crossed the double cross and got them all back that was so cool
0: how he did like because they locked him up in a cell and then he escapes mm -hmm. and then you just see scenes of him fighting the different uh, people there and then like I'm just like oh he's just killing them like hunting them yeah yeah he's hunting them and then the last scene is like all of them shoved into a cell together (laughs) I love that
1: but the old colleague, the old colleague, and the person that they rescued—they died. Oh yeah, they, they got shot down by the X-wings because he crossed them too. Gave them the tracker for it that set off the alarm at the prison, and they're like, "Oh, looks, look at that! Yeah, that's their tracker. Better kill him now." And dead.
0: Yeah, yeah, I didn't understand that. It's like, wouldn't you think that those those pilots that were going down to bomb that place, like they would be like, "Oh, that's not the prison." Maybe we shouldn't destroy no. this. No. Uh, what it was is that it, yeah, they they could see it wasn't the prison,
1: but they yeah. followed the tracker, and they could see that they were about to launch a uh, space fighter.
0: Oh, I Out see. of yeah, yeah, it, yeah.
1: and so they're like, "Oh yeah, kill it!" Because they're on
0: the run. So typical cops. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing was the 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 thing that they're about to launch was facing towards them. It has to be facing away, dude. Typical cops. All right. Shoot him. Wings up. Don't shoot. All
1: right. I again. I my character. If I could be any character in any fictional world and such, is Ash Campbell.
0: Ash Campbell.
1: Shoot first, think never. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a great character.
1: E- Evil Dead. Yeah.
0: That that guy.
1: Covering our top episodes. Let's move on to what was
0: your favorite moments, okay. Michael? Moment. So, <laughs> I actually I actually have two. Two. Uh, okay. So this one was the one that's on all the memes, where um, Mando walks, so Mando's looking for shelter, a place to kind of settle down quiet, like with uh, uh, Baby Yoda there, and so they land on this planet don't remember what the planet's name is, doesn't the, matter the farming one, yeah the farming yeah. one yeah. and so he walks into the little bar, because that's just what he does, uh, he walks into the bar there and um, he sees uh, ex, what was it, Storm Storm Shock? is that what? Cara, Cara dune play, Storm Shocker you. Yeah, ex-storm. Well, Cara Dune. Cara Dune. Yeah, her. Cara Dune is the character. Some elite stormtrooper person that could actually hit her targets. They like lock eyes. They go outside and they start fighting, and then they have like guns pointed at each other's head. And then you just they look over and you just see Baby Yoda like sipping on some bone broth. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was your I favorite. love, dude. I've like I knew what was coming. That still made me laugh out loud. That was great. <laughs> and then um, my second one here. That so felt I,
1: like a very, like, John Wick moment, too. Like, dude, just their, their fighting uh, with the guns, the
0: gun-fu. That's yes. space gun-fu. And that's perfect, because this next one is actually more John Wick. Okay. More so, John know, Wick. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, that's that's kind of where my mind was, because we just watched that, like, last week. And so, you know that one scene where um, John, he breaks the rule and kills kills that one guy mm-hmm. inside the Continental? And then he meets up with the manager, okay. And uh, like, he's like, "Oh yeah, you have an hour." And then like everybody's phone starts beeping. So there's a scene kind of like that here, where uh, Mando basically he he walks over to the bar to go meet grief Karga, or I'm sorry, let me rewind here a little bit. So basically he turns he turns in Baby Yoda to Doctor Pershing, yeah. And then he walks away. He makes his best car into armor, and then he goes back. He's like, "Yeah, I want Baby Yoda back. I miss my kid." (laughs) And so he goes back in. That's one way to put it. There was <laughs> yeah. a lot of gunfire and a lot of explosions,
1: uh, a lot of murder and death. Yes. Okay. Yes. It was quite epic. That's also John Wick-esque,
0: yeah. That was quite John Wick-esque. Okay. And so he goes get, gets Baby Yoda, and then um, he's uh, he's walking out, and then all of a sudden you see like everybody's kind of pager device starts beeping yeah. all around him, and he's looking around and he's like, oh, crap. Shh. <laughs> That just reminded me of that John Wick moment.
1: Oh yeah, when he, when everybody gets the bounty for John Wick and yeah. how, how much he's worth. Yeah, yeah. Good shit. I'm gonna bring a better comedic stance on yours. Mine was I thought was hilarious. My best moment was when Moff Gideon shows up. He's chasing down the child, baby Grogu. Sends out some scout troopers, and they chase down Quill. Quill is the he's the rancher. Okay. Oh, Quill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quill. He's got a frown built into his his face. Yeah. There. Uh, they chase him down. They gun him down and kill him. Uh, very sad. Blah 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 blah. Then the scout troopers scoop up Baby Yoda and they're like, "What's in the bag?" I don't know. I don't get paid to ask questions. I just I just drop it off and they punch it anyways because it starts making sounds. No,
0: because it bites. That's the right. The stormtroopers' finger. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. He. he He's trying to fuck with it, and it bites his finger, and he punches it. And then the other one's like, well, I want to punch it, too. And he gets up and socks it. <laughs> IG11 then shows up, who used to be a programmed bounty hunter, and always wanted to be self-destructing. Yeah. <laughs> I must be self-destruct now. I cannot be captured. I must self-destruct. Stop! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Chill out there, bro. Uh, actually voiced by Taika Watiti. Yeah. Fucking hilarious.
0: He's one of the uh showrunners, right? Like directors?
1: Yeah, for one of the episodes I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, maybe that one. I would say that would be that would that fit his, sense. that would fit his uh
0: motive. We should really recommend a therapist for him.
1: Yeah? Yeah. I was going to say let's have a ta- taikawatiti episode where sure. we just talk about Taika Watiti and how much we appreciate him and the work he's done.
0: Yeah, he needs to stop trying to self destruct. <laughs>
1: he's... <laughs>
0: He's in the wrong he's headspace. In, here. He's in the
1: he, he's doing it as we speak. His character, the bounty hunting droid, got reprogrammed as, and is now a caregiver, a nurse, a nurse, nurse IG Eleven. Little what nurse? Completely smashes in the scout trooper's fucking skull. That was so cool. On yeah. Speed runner, then steals the other speed runner and <laughs> just zips into town. Just destroying just town, just everything. Boom.
0: Yeah, everything. Yeah.
1: Zipping right through.
0: I love that scene, like how he kind of shelters. Baby Yoda, and then he like does a 180 with his neck, and all of a sudden he's shooting from behind. Yeah. That was so freaking cool.
1: And then it cuts to Baby Yoda, and he's like, Woo
0: <laughs> That was a scary good impression there. Yeah? That's a that's good one good. of him? Was that I was going Yoda or R2-D2? Ah, that's what that was. That was R2-D2. That's what that was. That was pretty good, man. Good. like
1: Fun facts, Easter eggs, behind the scenes, whatever you got, extra notes for season
0: one. Okay. I was kind of curious about dark sabers, and I was wondering if there was more than one. Turns out there's just one.
1: Yeah, you got you got a, a brief history for that? Okay. So,
0: it was created, uh, it's a black-bladed lightsaber that's created thousands of years before the events of the Star Wars films. So, another fun fact, actually, uh, Mandalorian, at least season one, takes place, I think it's five years after, uh, Return of the Jedi, which is episode yep. six. Right. And the Darksaber's unique, um... Amongst other lightsabers, it's flat, it's a triangular blade instead of the traditional kind of uh, cylindrical dildo shape that they got going on there. Well, that's one way to put it. Okay. Um, And then, so it's said to have immense power, and it's actually considered a symbol of leadership amongst the Mandalorian. So, another question I wanted to pose for you,
1: and let us know down in the comments, uh, hit us up on Instagram. What we should be doing next. Perhaps we can have a Star Wars episode for us as well of where we break down like the old Republic, Mandalore history with the Darksaber and yeah. the Mandalorian Jedi. There. Like there's, yeah. there's oh, so I got notes to, on that as well. There's so much more to dive into that yeah. I think that should be a specific episode dedicated to Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Let me take that spotlight. Shine it on over here, John Favreau. Okay, uh, you know him. He starred in and directed, produced everything. Ray, really blah 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 for Iron Man,
0: and also the Lion King,
1: and the Lion King. Okay, well, I'm you're throwing me off topic here because now I got questions about that. Anyways, John Favreau, he was working on Iron Man, and Dave Filoni, who he was working on the Clone Wars. Yeah, they are now the showrunners for Mandalorian that uh they actually met up where they showed each other the the scripts and what they were working on the writing that they were doing for each other's shows Iron Man and the Clone Wars and Dave Filoni was like dude if you fucking ever uh oh that makes sense sorry John Favaro John Favaro was like dude that is fucking awesome if you need anybody to as a voice you give me a call I'm right there for it and so that's how he shows up as Pre Vizsla yeah yeah in that in the Clone Wars, okay, and so that's where their relationship really kicked off. Because then, uh, John Favreau, he's also Pre Vizsla in this show too. Pre Vizsla does make an appearance in this uh, s- s- series. And he's the voice of it, so he's Previsula in the animated The Clone Wars and
0: for Mandalorian. You kind of see it. I yeah. can kind of see it. I mean, you got the the jetpack there. Mm-hmm. Like Mando, uh, Mando kind of became a little Iron Man at the very end there, I suppose. And yeah. then I'm just waiting for the episode where he holds up Baby Yoda and he's like, <laughs> "Everything the light touches is yours." <laughs> Every Easter egg from John Favreau's work. That'd be hilarious.
1: Uh, I put down here from George Lucas: "I am your father," which. Dave Filoni replies, "That's impossible." <laughs> okay, so Dave Filoni, yeah, he worked. He was working on the Clone Wars and such. He has a good history with Star Wars. George Lucas actually was like he, he was George Lucas's protege, yeah, kind of thing. And so, uh, George Lucas, he he made an appearance on the set one day, and everybody, oh my god, it's fucking George Lucas! So you can see that he's really like in high support of what's going on still today with the Star Wars, uh, what's moving on and outward in the universe. But really, people say that uh, he showed up for Dave Filoni, his pro- protege that is carrying on the, the mantle. Overall, though, what what are you going to take away from The Mandalorian Season 1 overall?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's everything kind of signed up for. It's action-packed. Like, the thing that I love about it is Mando is such a such an interesting character. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm willing to just watch episodes purely to learn more about him as a person and to find out a little bit more about his history. I like that we got to see flashbacks and we got a little bit of insight into his character. And so I'd like to kind of explore that a little bit more. I'd like to learn a little bit more about the Darksaber as well, um, about Mandalorian culture, because um, we did find out that Mandalorian, that's not a race, it's more so a creed. It's not yeah. a, a place. Where's that <laughs> from? Oh my god. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Asgard. Yeah. Um so I love the way that they went. <laughs> they they had good like kind of comedic moments as well to to kind of keep it uh keep it entertaining, keep it funny. Um they did a good job with the storyline and uh they I think that with the finale there they set up season 2 fairly well.
1: Yeah, good. So. Very good because yeah, at the time that we're watching this, we're in anticipation for season 3. So like this is uh, again so so highly rated, so Excellently done, and as well paid for. I mean, yeah. My God, the people want to see it, so they will pay for it. You, you build it, and they will come. That I'm going to my overall. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten.
0: Oh, I didn't even rate it. I'll also give it a nine out of ten. I don't want your yet. rating.
1: I didn't ask Too for your bad. rating. I asked asked for
0: your overall. I am rating raping you. <laughs> <laughs> You will accept my rating. Even if you don't want it.
1: Acceptance isn't rape, then. You will
0: take my rating! I accept your rating. Forcefully. (laughs) I accept it. It can't be rape. I'm thrusting it upon you.
1: Whatever. This has been your last episode of the Nerd Jam. Catch us next time. We're going to recap Mandalorian Season 2. That's my boy Michael, the man in the chair there. Our boy D is still a mystery. And I'm Cody. And we're out. Peace. This has been NBC Podcast. We want to thank you for listening. Make sure to like, subscribe, and tell Grandma. We're dropping new episodes every Sunday and Thursday. Let us hear what we should do next down in the comments. Numere, you dorks. (laughs)